sorry, I was <laughs> taking a gulp of my fake wine. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to Bloody Bizarre. My name is Emma. I'm Sarah. We haven't said in a while, we're sisters. Oh, I think people know. I think people can guess from our... Almost identical voices. Or, and also the way that we speak to each other. Oh, because we're so disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening in again. I know the past two episodes have been heavy. Again, and I won't say this again, but... But you will. But once more, I think people enjoy the bad ones. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, we've talked about it before, like just in the podcast you and I listen to. Yeah. And it's like, it's not necessarily enjoyment or... It's interest. It's interest in the depravity that humans will go to. Yeah. And I think it's also like a little bit for me, it's like, I feel like... Preservation. Preservation. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, well now I know. It's like, I don't want these monsters to be out there and me not to know. That's my theory as to why, and it's not my theory. It's a theory that's been posited as to why women specifically like Mm. true crime. Yeah. It's like better the devil, you know, Yes. like I want to know everything about this possible threat. Yes. So that I can I'm better protect a, myself at least in the aware of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep. Um, so I guess, yeah. I don't know. I'm spitballing, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's, it's a common theory that's mm. um, suggested. Yeah. So um, anything you need to shout out at the, at the top? No, I don't think so. You said that this week's one isn't too awful not it's too not heavy. it's not too heavy okay it's interesting and it's kind of short too so feel free to dive in whenever like you feel any any urge to say anything okay <laughs> <laughs> um okay so my sources this week wikipedia wikipedia <laughs> well done first one's wikipedia um a washington post article by shane harris and john hudson uh, a report by nbc news a journal article in the journal of the american medical association Oh, uh-huh. by Verma et al. Um, Very highbrow. A, an article in the New England Journal of Medicine by Jones et al. Mm, you've got some university level I do. resources there. <laughs> okay. It's the winter of 2016. No, it's not. That's. <laughs> you told me to jump in whenever. <laughs> I don't think that people appreciate that. <laughs> it's the winter of 2016. Mm-hmm. An American diplomats, Kate Husband and Doug Ferguson, were working at the U.S. Embassy in Havana, Cuba. Kate and Doug would start to report hearing a piercing, high-pitched screeching noise from their backyard each night. What the fuck? It was so piercing and persistent that they were unable to sleep or focus on much else while it was occurring. Kate and Doug's neighbours, also embassy families, Canadian and Americans, backed up the claims, also hearing the noise. The source of the noise was never determined. How long was it all night or was no, it intermittent? No. And I'll, it, it ranges in the experiences range in duration from like seconds to like 30 minutes. Oh my God. The families also began experiencing physical health issues. Eventually, all of these families will be diagnosed with the mysterious Havana syndrome. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. This is the one that I thought was the Paris syndrome. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're now talking about the Havana Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Havana Syndrome. Havana Unana. What? No, what is What is that song? That's what, that you just sang it right. Really? Yeah. Ah, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. What stupid lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, Sarah loves to alienate our listeners. <laughs> okay. Like, no, it's, I'm not saying you're stupid if you like it, but... 
really stupid if you wrote it. Well, I think it was Camilla Cabello. So sorry, Camilla, if you're a listener. <laughs> Imagine if she actually was like, we, we have like one high profile listener and it's her and she's now like, well, you know well, what? I would be annoyed that she wasn't giving us a little bit of airtime yeah, on her. True. On yeah. her socials. Yeah. So anyway. Where was I? Havana syndrome is a cluster of idiopathic symptoms experienced mostly abroad by U.S. government officials and military personnel. <laughs> like only by them? Almost exclusively. Yeah. The symptoms range in severity from pain and ringing in the ears to cognitive dysfunction and brain damage and were first reported in 2016 by U.S. and Canadian embassy staff in Havana, Cuba. It's so weird. It is really weird. Victims of Havana syndrome report a range of mostly neurological symptoms, the cause of which has been the source of speculation since symptoms started occurring. The original 21 events in Cuba were characterized as starting with strange grating noises coming from a specific direction. Some people experienced pressure, vibration, or a sensation comparable to driving the car with the window partly rolled down. You know that Oh, that like pressure? Boom, 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 yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. These noises lasted from 20 seconds to 30 minutes and happened while the diplomats were either at home or in hotel rooms. Oh, so it wasn't just one group geographic location. It was like wherever they were. Yeah, in Havana. Oh, that's creepy. It was following them. Or was it targeted at them? Yeah. Officially, there is no known cause, but since 2016, there have been over a thousand cases. However, some of these are unconfirmed, and I'm going to go to talk about... And almost all of them are American or Canadian diplomats. Correct. Yeah, that's no coincidence. Surely. Okay. Okay. Surely. Okay. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Let me just take a little swig of this wine. <laughs> I sculled mine. <laughs> Sarah's heavily pregnant, so she had what? It was um, prune juice. No, it was soda water mixed with cranberry juice. That it is was, disgusting. It was delicious. You should try it. A little bit of lime juice on top. I, like the adult that I am, had wine. You should try that and put a shot of vodka in it. I reckon it'd be nice. Well, yeah, that's just like a vodka cranberry with soda water and lime. Well, yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> Twist my arm. <laughs> uh, okay. One of these people, so one of the people that have experienced Havana syndrome or has been officially diagnosed with it, is Tina Onifer, another American diplomat who worked with Kate and Doug. Tina wasn't a neighbour of the couple, but she lived in a nearby neighbourhood. Um, as far as I can tell, all the diplomats kind of live in the same area. That makes sense. Yeah, like a diplomat neighbourhood. Yeah, I'm sure that their properties are probably like subsidised housing or like yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tina was in her kitchen one night washing dishes. The kids were upstairs playing when all of a sudden and out of nowhere, Tina felt like she was struck with something. She describes feeling as if she had been seized by some invisible hand and she was unable to move. Oh, God, that's so scary. In an interview with NBC, Tina gets really emotional. She starts crying and she's talking about the symptoms that she still experiences, which I'll get onto in a minute. Get onto in a minute. Oh, I don't like this. This is giving me the creeps. It is creepy. <sighs> It's creepy and it's fucking weird. Yeah. In other words, bizarre. It's bloody bizarre. Since leaving Cuba, Kate has been diagnosed with an acquired brain injury related to directional phenomenon exposure uncharacterized. What is that? So directional phenomenon exposure is basically just like 
there was something that you were exposed to. It was directional, so it was targeted, but we don't know what it is. How do they know that? How do they? They don't. They don't. And that's Kate saying that. So I don't know, like, you know, so look, just keep listening, please. Okay. Please sh- shut your mouth. You told me to jump I know. in. <laughs> You're asking dumb questions that no one wants the answer to. You shouldn't have encouraged me. <laughs> Kate said um, the, new- the neurologist treating her said it's as if her brain aged 20 years in a short period of time. Tina says she's continued to experience excruciating headaches, loss of balance and vertigo and vision degradation. God. One study concluded the following, quote, among U.S. government personnel in Havana, Cuba, with potential exposure to directional phenomena compared with healthy controls, advanced brain magnetic resonance imaging revealed significant differences in whole brain white matter volume, regional gray and white matter volumes, cerebellar tissue microstructural integrity and functional connectivity in the auditory and visuospatial subnetworks, but not in the executive control subnetwork. The clinical importance of these differences is uncertain and may require further study, end quote. So there was definite differences. Like there was was things they could see that were different. There was definite difference in their control groups and in the um, U.S. government personnel. So these people aren't making it up. They're not making it up. They're not making it up. Scared. <laughs> I know I'm not an American diplomat in Cuba, but I'm scared. <laughs> you might get more scared when I talk about that it's happened in Australia. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> in March 2018, MRI scans and other tests taken by a chief neurologist in Pittsburgh on a number of Canadian diplomats showed evidence of brain damage that mirrored the injuries some of their American counterparts had faced. So, sorry, I said it was exclusively Americans. It's Mm. Canadians as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you did say Canadians and Americans. Okay. In early 2018, Global Affairs Canada ended family postings to Cuba and withdrew all staff and their families. Wow. So they they were like... Taking it seriously. Yeah, this is... Get our people out of there. Several of the Canadians who were affected in 2017 were reported to still be unable to resume their work due to the severity of their ailments. The lack of knowledge of the cause of of Havana Syndrome as of February 2019 had made it challenging for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, or the Mounties as they're known, to investigate. So they're like, well, we don't even know what the fuck it is, so how are we going to investigate it? Are Cuban authorities investigating it? Cuban authorities have been cooperative. In 2019, the Canadian government announced that it was reducing its embassy staff in Havana after a 14th Canadian diplomat reported symptoms of Havana syndrome in late December 2018. In February 2019, several Canadian diplomats sued the Canadian government, arguing that it failed to protect them or promptly address serious health concerns. The government has sought to dismiss the suit, arguing that uh, in November 2019, that it was not negligent and did not breach its duties to its employees. In court filings, the government acknowledged that several of the 14 plaintiffs in the suit had concussion-like symptoms, but said that no definitive cause or medical diagnosis had been ascertained. In a November 2019 statement, Global Affairs Canada said, quote, we continue to investigate the potential causes of the unusual health symptoms. Since 2016... Havana syndrome has been experienced outside of Cuba as well. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Starting in early 2018, U.S. diplomats in China began reporting symptoms consistent with Havana syndrome, 
The first such incident was reported by an American diplomat in China in April 2018 at the Huangzhou Consulate. Uh, that's the largest U.S. consulate in China. The employee reported that he'd been, been experiencing symptoms since late 2017. So it's all kind of around the same period mm. of time. Yeah. Answering questions from the House Foreign Affairs Committee in May 2018, then-Secretary of State Mike Pompeo testified that, that U.S. diplomatic staff in Huangzhou had reported symptoms, quote, very similar to and, quote, entirely consistent with those reported from Cuba. On June 6, 2018, the New York Times reported that at least two additional U.S. diplomats stationed at the Huangzhou Consulate had been evacuated from China. In June 2018, the State Department announced that a task force had been assembled to investigate the reports and expanded their health warning to all of mainland China amid reports some U.S. diplomats outside of Huangzhou had experienced the same symptoms resembling a brain injury. God. The warning told anyone who experienced, quote, unusual acute auditory or sensory phenomena accompanied by unusual sounds or piercing noises to, quote, not attempt to locate their source. Oh, that's so creepy. It gave oh, me shivers. Oh, God. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Isn't it fucking scary? Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> In 2019, I know I'm jumping back and forth, but this is just the nature of research, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all the same period anyway. Yeah, all around the same period of time. I got sh- I got shivers so hard that it hurt a little bit. <laughs> they felt spiky. Uh, in 2019, a White House official reported experiencing debilitating symptoms while walking her dog in a Virginia suburb of Washington, so in America. Oh, no. In November 2020. Had, had she been out of America? Uh, I don't think so. She's a White House official, so she works in America. So she works in Washington. She works in the White House, yeah. And this is 2019. So in November 2020, a similar incident was reported on the the ellipse, which is the lawn adjacent to the south side of the White House. Um, federal agencies investigated the incident at the ellipse and defense department. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I don't care. Um, defense department officials briefed members of the Senate Armed Services Committee and House Armed Services Committee in April 2021. Investigators told members of members of Congress that they had not been able to determine the cause of the events or who was responsible. That's at the fucking White House. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Like, what if they just hit everyone with it? I mean, or if they got the president of the right. United States with it? Like, that's right. fucking... Everyone. Yeah. In August 2021... It was reported that two American diplomats were evacuated from the U.S. Embassy in Hanoi, Vietnam, after incidents of Havana Syndrome were reported. These reported cases also delayed Vice President Kamala Harris's visit to Vietnam. Oh, my God. So they're taking it seriously. They're not just like, this is just some fucking shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, as they should be. They don't know what it is. Yeah. It's not like – it's not even something – that is Seen. known yeah. yeah like what is that technology yes what is that technology hate this <laughs> in 2021 dozens of u.s personnel stationed in vienna including diplomats intelligence officials and some children of u.s employees had havana syndrome like symptoms the Austrian Foreign Ministry stated it was collaborating with American investigators. Aside from Havana, Vienna has the, has the most reported incidents. 
One of suspects were named. So weird. It is so weird. I also think it's weird that the children had the symptoms because they would have been, I would assume, shielded by their parents from what was going on. So they are kind of like independent victims. Do you know what I mean? But it seems like if they're able to just like direct it at an area that it's like yeah. if the kids are in the area that they get hit with it too. That is absolutely correct. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep talking and then I'm going to circle back to the children when I'm talking about some possible um, yeah. things that could be occurring. One of suspects were named for the Vienna cases. It has been noted that Vienna was hosting indirect talks between the United States and Iran on reviving the 2015 Iran deal at the time. Okay. In the months preceding August 2021, cases of Havana syndrome were reported at the U.S. embassies in Berlin, Germany, including from two U.S. officials who sought medical treatment as a result. Several new cases were were reported at, at the embassy in October 2021. In 2021, the CIA evacuated an intelligence officer serving in Serbia, suspected of being the victim of a neurological attack. Even here in Australia... There have been reports of Havana syndrome. One of the CIA officials with symptoms in Australia and Taiwan was one of the agency's top five officials. Where in Australia? I think it was in Sydney. Okay, sweet. There were rumours that the Russians were linked to these attacks. Uh, However, the Russian embassy in Australia dismissed reports of Russian operatives targeting CIA personnel in Australia, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, In October 2021, it was reported that U.S. Embassy personnel and their families in Bogota, Colombia, had developed symptoms consistent with Havana syndrome. So it's just American diplomats all over the world. All over the world, seemingly. So what could be the cause? Oh, and also that's not an exhaustive list of locations either. It's, It's all over the place. But seemingly at embassies. At embassies or at houses of diplomats in those countries. Terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yes. Okay. So what could be the cause? Also, can you tell me a bit more about what they hear? Um, So it's been likened to – so in that interview on NBC, the guy had a recording of it and it sounded like crickets, but consistent cricket noise. Not like chee, 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 chee. It was like chee. Oh, okay. But it was really loud, he reckons. Uh, and it would it would stop after a while. Getting goosebumps again because yeah. can you imagine just like randomly hearing that all the time? Imagine being a diplomat, being aware of Havana syndrome, exactly, and then you suddenly hear it and being told, "Don't try and don't find try and, the source. don't try and find the source." Ooh. <laughs> okay. <What's> and, the- <laughs> and here's me like scared when I hear a car screeching. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Noises are scary. <laughs> Noises are scary. I hear a Put low. That on a shirt. I hear a low rumble quite often, and I've looked this up, and apparently a lot of people hear that. Yeah, isn't it like pipes and stuff? Um, it can be like electro, like you're hearing sort of. Do you know what I hear quite often in what? my house when I'm quiet and sitting alone? What I hear what sounds like the beep of um, a heart monitor. What? <laughs> and it makes me think I'm in a coma. <laughs> I'm in a coma, and this is all a dream. You know what I'm saying? Does that mean that I'm not real? It means that you're not real. Good God. Which kind of gives me some comfort. Yeah, like nothing matters. Nothing, well, nothing does matter. <laughs> anyway. It could also be a ghost. Mm. Maybe somebody that lived in your house was on a heart monitor. 
whatever. Um, Once the story became public, various U.S. government uh, representatives attributed the incidents to attacks by unidentified foreign actors, and various U.S. officials blamed the reported symptoms on a variety of unidentified and unknown technologies. Mm. Including... Yeah, yeah, nothing exists that can do that that we know of. mm, Including ultrasound and microwave weapons. Yeah. Other possibilities, such as pesticides and other toxins, were also raised, but all suggested causes were speculative as no undisputed evidence was discovered. Yeah, it'd have to be some sort of, like, noise or microwave thing because otherwise you wouldn't – like, pesticides wouldn't make you hear a and weird noise. And smell shit probably. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, but pesticides do have neurological effects, so potentially – yeah, but I don't think you would have that, like, strange noise and a lot of people hearing the same strange noise. And surely, noise. like, they would have, like, swabbed the house and been like, yeah. oh, there's weird chemicals here. Yeah, you've been poisoned. Yeah. There was even there were even some cases which were said to be the result of incredibly loud crickets or malfunctioning air conditioning units emitting frequencies, but no one explanation was provided. Mm. As the story developed and the U.S. intelligence services could not determine the cause of the symptoms, U.S. intelligence and the government officials expressed suspicions to the press that Russian military intelligence was responsible. Why were they immediately suspicious of Russia? Well, I think you've always got to be right. You've got to be first on your list, I think. But I mean, like, it started in Cuba and then was in China. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're suspicious of the Chinese as well. I think they are. Oh, yeah. so so they're like, it was either Russia or China. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why they, like, were so quick to suspect Russia. To go Russia? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, it's not like... Oh, actually, I do know why. Oh, and I'll okay. get to it in a minute. I always <laughs> okay. forget my own research. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened so frequently. Yes, the, um, the Russian military intelligence was responsible. Due to the lack of evidence, pattern of reports, and spread to numerous locations, some scientists promoted the alternate hypothesis of mass psychogenic illness as the true cause. Right, but they, like, they literally could see differences in the brain scans. Yes, but I, I think that was one study, and I don't know how, how rigorous it was. Okay. Uh, Maybe they should do another one to rule that out. They should, but also this is what I was talking about with the children. Mm. The ch- like this is what I'm saying. I think the children will be shielded from the hysteria, mm. and so they are the independent actors in this. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if they are displaying symptoms, mm. unless the parents were, you know, freaking them out. Mm. But surely their experience. But I think as well, if you're able to like look at brain physically scans, see. see like physical markers, yeah. then you can say, okay, it's not. And it's there not is psychological. some. There is some that think that there were some cases of the Havana syndrome that were legitimate, not legitimate, but were were actual attacks. Yeah. And then there's this hysteria that has built okay. around it. That I, that I could understand. I could that, that. There's, yeah. there's maybe some cases that are psychological. Yeah. Because of these real ones. Yes. I could, yeah, I could okay. get that. All right. So in January 2022, a little-known agency by the name of the Central Intelligence Agency <laughs> issued an interim assessment concluding that the syndrome is not the result of, quote, a sustained global campaign by a hostile, hostile power. It's not? It's not. What is it then? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know that I have an issue with this when people 
say it's not yeah. I don't know what it is but it's not this because yeah. it's like if you don't know what it is How can then you say it's not yeah that? exactly um foreign involvement was ruled out in 976 cases of the thousand reviewed how can they rule it out if they don't even know what it is and that also still leaves 30 odd that they're just like we don't know but we don't think anyone's being mean <laughs> In the same month, journalist Ryan Cooper critiqued news coverage writing in The Week that there is, quote, shame on the great many journalists and members of Congress who stoked inflammatory, implausible claims about magic Russian ray guns, end quote. Hmm. And I think there is something to that. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there does happen to be a, um, a tendency of media to whip people into a frenzy, yeah, for sure. yeah. Um, a bit of fear mongering and especially when it's like the Russians are out to get us. Sells like, papers. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Bartholomew, a medical sociologist specializing in mass psychogenic, psychogenic illness, has dismissed 60 Minutes reports of a, quote, smoking gun connecting Havana syndrome to a foreign power or technology. He says, quote, there is only smoke and mirrors generated by bad science and poor journalism. And I think he's referring to the the JAMA report, the Journal of American Medical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty bad if that is junk science that it's like peer reviewed in the journal of yeah. like <laughs> So I think that it is I don't I think it is legitimate. I think it's um something turned off over there. Um Jesus. Sarah's really jumpy guys. <laughs> <laughs> there was a clicking noise in the house and Sarah just jumped out of my skin. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I think it's maybe like sample size is not big enough. And they did say in the it's me moving my um she, she's all over the place, I'm sorry. guys. Sorry. <laughs> Freaking out. You're not this, an American diplomat. This, I know. <laughs> I told you I've got a thing with like sounds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, you're a bit, you know. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah, so I think um, th- there were some issues. And they mm. did say in their conclusion, it needs to be researched further. In an interview with NPR, the New Republic's Natalie Shaw said it was, quote, a red flag as to its credibility that this story was being almost exclusively pushed by national security reporters and not by people who report on health topics. Yeah, but... Why it is, is a matter of national security. Yeah. It is, but the, the, I guess she's saying like it's a red flag that the, yeah. the, the medical community aren't going. This is a dangerous thing, guys. Yeah, but I suppose there's got to be also an element of like we don't know what it is. Yeah, 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 and they don't have the information that national security does. Yeah, exactly. So like, what what kind of article are they going to write? They're yeah. just going to be like, this is what people are reporting. It'd be like Havana syndrome. What do we know? And then underneath that, it'd be like nothing. Yeah. End of article. <laughs> yeah. Um, psychologist Stuart Vice reported that media coverage of the JAMA studies—that's the Journal of America—reinforced yeah, um, the idea that embassy workers had suffered brain damage, and that if, if the mass psychogenic illness interpretation of Havana syndrome is correct, this may create obstacles to recovery because, quote. People who think they have suffered brain injury are likely to assume they will be permanently affected and to attribute any symptoms they experience to their damaged brains. In mm. contrast, acceptance of the psychogenic interpretation could facilitate recovery. All true. All true. They're all saying true things. Yeah. And true things can be true at once. Yeah. There can be psychogenic illness and legitimate interaction yeah. by foreign individuals. Yeah. Okay. So in February of 2022... Oh, gosh, that's so recent. (laughs) 
I didn't know this was going to scare you so much. <laughs> this is possibly one of the least scary stories we've told and on this I'm podcast. I'm so scared. And Sarah is terrible. She's chewing on her nails. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In February 2022, a panel of experts assembled by the Biden administration released an executive summary stating that stress or psychosomatic reactions could not explain some of the incidents of Havana syndrome it had reviewed and that radio waves could have caused some of the injuries of the CIA officers and diplomats. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they're saying, look, it could have been something iffy. Yeah. I feel like they didn't really need to spell that out. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's where, that's where we all started. All right. Um, No need to lash out because you're feeling scared. (laughs) At roughly the same time, the state department commissioned the Jason advisory group it was named after a character in greek mythology Watch dogs mm. <laughs> which is a group of leading scientists they're top of their field and i'm like well nerds <laughs> <laughs> leading scientists who advise government on various topics usually relating to defense to investigate the cause what a fun job too yeah i don't i'm, I'm only lashing out at them because jealous. i'm jealous yeah yeah um i'm not smart enough to be in the jason group in February 2022, the State Department released the Jason report, which stated that it was unlikely that a directed energy attack had caused the health incidents. So these are two reports in the same year, that in the just, same month, that are contradicting each other. Yeah, they just don't know. They don't know. And also, I have a theory that when things like this happen, it's a thing that they do where they com- confuse people. They put out... Um, like on purpose contradictory reports to go mirrors yes Mm. in march 2023 goodness (laughs) seven u.s intelligence agencies completed a review of the proposed cases of havana syndrome and released an unclassified report with the consensus that quote available intelligence consistently points against the involvement of U.S. adversaries in causing the reported incidents and that a foreign adversary's involvement was, quote, very unlikely. What was it then? Despite this report. Like, I don't care them saying it wasn't this, it wasn't that. So tell us what it was. Yeah, yeah, Mm. I I don't Mm. give a shit. Just Mm. tell me what it was. Yeah. Despite this report, Pentagon-funded experiments, which attempted to recreate Havana syndrome in animals by exposing them to radio frequency waves for an extended period, continued. So they're like, yeah. it wasn't an attack, but we're going to try and recreate it by an attack. Yeah, and also it's like that's the unclassified documents. I exactly. really wonder what the classified documents Someone say. says that later on, I quote him. Mm. Um, the use of new or unknown weapons by foreign actors is not an unbelievable theory, and many people don't buy the mass psychogenic explanation. In fact, it's not even the first time something like this has happened. Between 1953 and 1976, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow, Russia, was subjected to microwave transmissions varying between 2.5 and 4 gigahertz. These signals were 100 times more powerful than the Soviet Union's maximum exposure standards. And this is why I say they must have suspected Russians. Russia, yeah. This microwave transmission would be called the Moscow signal. Have you heard of that? I've heard of that before, yeah. The microwave beam came from a source in an apartment building about 100 metres east of the 10-floor embassy building. During routine background radiation testing in 1953, the microwaves were detected and sourced to suspected Soviet forces. 11 years later, (laughs) 
shielding against the microwaves was eventually put in place. Wait, they just let it happen for 11 years. Uh (laughs) But did the workers know? I don't think the workers knew, but I'm not sure. I think that the... I think the top I think the top brass knew and I think they were maybe using it to their advantage. Eleven years. Eleven they years. waited. During regular monitoring of the signal, the beams were found to have increased in intensity in nineteen seventy five. What happened to those poor people? I'm not sure. I think they experienced some like um some things. Something. Yeah. yeah. The discovery the discovery of these microwaves was not acknowledged to the public or many embassy personnel until February nineteen seventy six. I think I read that there were higher cases of cancer in these people, but I can't, I can't remember mm. if that was a dream or if I actually did read that. I mean, you know that my dreams are so like lifelike. Yeah. yeah. It makes, it would make it sense. It would make sense. Surely. There are several possible reasons the Soviet Union would have for directing the microwave transmissions at the United States embassy. The most likely theory is that the microwave transmissions were used to trigger eavesdropping technology on U S intelligence operations. Obviously. Other theories include electronic jamming and a popular, although unproven, school of thought is that the technology was used to interfere with the health, minds or behaviour of the American embassy staff. Mm. Now, the Russians are generally completely overt with their attacks, poisoning foreign citizens with banned chemicals, um, but I suppose they would be more covert with their spying techniques Mm. um, or their espionage techniques so i wouldn't be surprised if they were behind it as discussed despite officially stating that it's believed that havana syndrome is the result of mass psychogenic illness the u.s government through the u.s army funded a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar grant to wayne state university for a study to expose 48 ferrets (laughs) to radio frequency waves poor ferrets yeah poor babies little things um comparing the effects to a control group of ferrets the department of defense described the project as an attempt to quote develop and test a novel laboratory animal model to mimic mild concussive head injury similar to those reported by the embassy personnel in havana and china so they're really contradicting themselves because they're like it's it's just psychosomatic. It's you know it's a but mass let us hysteria. try and replicate it. But we're just going to study it. Let us try and replicate it <laughs> by subjecting an attack on these fucking yeah, ferrets. Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> um, Politico, the news place thing. Who are they? Politico. Yeah. Full name. Yeah, it's it's pretty famous. Are they? Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, also reported that the U.S. Department of Defense had recently tested RF waves on non-human primates. The animal rights group PETA demanded that the Pentagon end live animal testing in relation to Havana syndrome. So they're still doing a fair bit of work. They are. They are. Have there been any new cases since 2021? I think so. So it's just popping up. I think so, yeah. I'm not sure, but I, I think so. When interviewed about Havana syndrome and the report, neurologist Suzanne O'Sullivan said it's not uncommon for psychogenic illness to cause paralysis, even put people into comas. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the brain is, is powerful. She also said, quote, Havana syndrome is a real disorder. It's not about being crazy. It's known that the mind can help influence the experience of pain and other symptoms. When has somebody gone into a coma for... With like Buster a... Bluth. <laughs> <laughs> no, people have like um, psychogenic illnesses. I mean, there's people dance to death. 
Yeah, I guess, but a coma? Yeah. The brain affects everything, right? Yeah, but my thought process is, is this just doctors being like, we don't know what it is, so it's not real? Like, No, she said it, it is real. Yeah, but do you know you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, we can't identify it, so it's psychosomatic. Like, yeah. maybe there is something that they just... I just realized that my ears have been blocked this entire time, so I'm sorry if I was yelling. No, you weren't. Okay. Why are your ears blocked? Uh-huh. Oh, my God, Havana. However, attorney Mark Zaid, who represents some Havana syndrome patients, disputed the report's conclusions. In a March 2023 interview, he maintained that, quote, these events were perpetrated either by foreign actors or it is an experiment gone horribly wrong. He suggested that the truth was, quote, buried in the information they've classified. Yeah. As Sarah said. Mm. Ultimately, regardless of the cause, whether it be uh, unknown and undetectable foreign technology or a mass psychogenic illness, Havana syndrome continues to affect people even today. But only American diplomats, American and Canadian diplomats. Yes. So at, we're safe. Usually at embassies. And I don't think we've got any listeners who are American or Canadian diplomats. We do have a lot. Of, oh, not diplomats. Oh, I don't know about that. We have a lot of American listeners. They outnumbered our Australian listeners for a long time. Yeah. Well, hopefully you're not one of those people. Yeah. Because if you are, danger. Like, I'm really scared right now. I don't know why. You are not in danger. I feel like I am. <laughs> you are not going to be targeted. <laughs> Although when we release this. <gasps> I'm actually, I, I text you tomorrow and I'm like, I can hear noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fucking hell, it is psychogenic then. Okay, we've yeah. just proved it. Like, <laughs> We've done our own research. We've yeah. proved it. <laughs> do do well, I need to explain what a psychogenic illness is? I think people can glean what that is. Well, yeah, because I've also been saying like psychosomatic and like yeah. I've been using the terms interchangeably. You guys can Google it if you're not sure. Don't insult their intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's your job. Sorry. Oh, you're tired, are you? <laughs> Must be hard. Well, I was up at like five, so... Five is my usual wake-up time. Yeah, well, I also wake up during the night to a toddler. Mm. I wake up in the middle of the night to dogs saying like they've been <laughs> fucking shot. Are you sure it was the dogs? It wasn't oh, my so- God. It wasn't... Havana. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, guys. Give yeah. us your theories. If you have any insight, intel, we'd love to hear it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're a Russian foreign actor. <laughs> I've been loving, with us having like a couple more listeners, um, mm. people DMing me and just like yeah. chatting about stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, getting involved. Everyone get involved. Once, it's yeah, such a cool community. Find, yeah, once Everyone they... is so cool. Yeah, that's what I mean. People have yeah. been nice. Nobody's like been... Yep. Um, I was telling Sarah, we've had a 30% increase in our listenership, which we fully wholeheartedly really appreciate. We know this is a a rough listen a lot of the time. So (laughs) it went from like zero listeners to 30 listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for that, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Listen in next week when Sarah is going to cover. Um, I'm going to tell you exactly what I'm doing, but it's an Australian encrypted. Okay. So listen next week for mm. some some bullshit. Yeah. All You're right. going to love it. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.